0: This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. My name is Russell, and what time is it? It is Hero Time, in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, new information on Stranger Things Season 4, along with the new release date. Deadpool 3 may start production next year, as confirmed by Ryan Reynolds, Activision Blizzard executive steps down as women's network sponsor, and a Chronicle sequel is in the works with a female lead. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, Stranger Things season four is set to premiere in 2022. But in the meantime, the Netflix-based science fiction horror series has offered fans a first glimpse of what's going on this time round. ...in the Upside Down. A tweet from the official Stranger Things Twitter account... ...has announced that the show will return for Season 4 in 2022. A short trailer accompanied the tweet... ...which gives fans a sneak preview... ...of what to expect in the upcoming season. The trailer itself features the return of Eleven... ...Mike, Dustin, Will and Lucas... ...as well as a number of other cast members... Within the first 30 seconds of the teaser, fans are treated to a short clip of Millie Bobby Brown's character sporting bangs as she's held back by men in suits along a number of other short insights. The words, something's coming, can be heard, followed by, it is almost here. Despite season four's plot currently being shrouded in mystery, Netflix previously released another teaser trailer for the show back in May, which appears to suggest that the upcoming episodes will delve deeper into Eleven's backstory. RGM reported on the trailer at that time of the release, in which we see various children being experimented upon in what looks to be Hawkins National Laboratory. The children in the trailer can be seen wearing hospital gowns the same as those depicted during season one of the show before finally cutting to a shot of a door marked Eleven and the words Eleven. Are you listening? The newest trailer for the show features the same door in its opening shot, which only adds to the speculation that we'll learn more about Eleven's past next year. Netflix also confirmed that the show's fourth season will add a number of new cast members. The company announced back in June that the show will add four new cast members. Amy Beth McNulty, who play Ficky, Miles Tritt, who will play Patrick, Regina ting Miss Kelly, and Grace Fangian, as Chrissy, will all join the show's talented roster. The new teaser trailer appears to briefly show Fandian's character performing a cheerleading routine in a Blink or You'll Miss It snippet around the 25-second mark. Stranger Things Season 4, as mentioned before, will be released next year. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Ryan Reynolds says there's a 70% chance of Deadpool 3 starting production next year. Speaking to Collider during a press day for the star's upcoming film Free Guy, Reynolds spoke about the foul-mouthed superhero's third outing. Hesitant to put a time frame on a start date for production, he said, The percentage chance? I don't know. I could assign a percentage to that. I said 50-50, maybe. We're really actively developing it and getting it into pretty good shape. What month is it? August? Oh, next year? Probably pretty good. I'd say 70%. Elsewhere in the interview, Reynolds offered an update on the film's writing process. It's something that is just a daily process. Writing, it's kind of like that. You've got a lot of time to do it and walk away. And I'm working with the modern Nose on it. It's been great. They are incredibly talented and so, so smart. Bob's Burgers and Great North Riders Lizzie Milneau, Loughlin and Wendy Molyneux were brought on as writers for Deadpool 3 in November. The actor was full of praise for the Molyneau sisters who sound like they have taken well to their new project. They so understand that world and and know how to zig when everyone expecting a Zack. So it's been a lot of fun, he said. Deadpool's unique style was a welcome addition to the superhero genre, but it will be interesting to see how the writing team looks to improve this further to keep Deadpool 3 feeling fresh this time around. The third installment will be particularly Interesting given that Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige confirmed that Deadpool 3 will become part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which could offer unique opportunities for cameo characters within the film. Despite the lack of MA15-plus rated movies in the franchise, Feige confirmed that Marvel Studios won't be looking to curb Deadpool's signature style. It will be rated r And we are working on a script right now, said Feige back in January. In other Deadpool news, the Merc with a Mouth has been front and center in the marketing world recently. The superhero featured in his first MCU crossover as he sat down with Korg from Thor Ragnarok as played by Taika Waititi to promote Reynolds' latest film, Free Guy, also starring the New Zealand actor and director. As it turns out, Reynolds' marketing pitches didn't stop there. Oh no. IGN recently reported that the actor floated the idea of a Deadpool and Bambi crossover to Disney, in which the superhero would have sat down to interrogate the hunter who killed Bambi's mother. Spoilers, it's not what you think, or actually, maybe it's exactly what you think. Free Guy. Ryan Reynolds's latest film will come out tomorrow. Up next, IGN reports that Activision Blizzard's president for corporate affairs, Francis Townsend, has stepped down as an executive sponsor of the ABK Women's Network as of two weeks ago. The embattled corporate executive has been criticized by employees within the company for several missteps following the lawsuit against Activision Blizzard, was first publicised. Townsend is no longer the executive sponsor of the ABK Women's Network, a group of women employees at Activision Blizzard King. However, Townsend is still employed by Activision Blizzard. In a statement acquired by The Washington Post's Shannon Liao, Townsend believes in doing what's right for the network, and will continue to support and advance the work of the network as best as she can. The latest surrounding Townsend as the firestorm around Activision Blizzard in the wake of the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing's lawsuit for gender discrimination continues. Townsend was previously criticized for issuing a statement shortly after news of the lawsuit broke calling the allegations Distorted and false. Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick sent a follow-up letter to employees calling this initial response tone-deaf. According to the Washington Post, Townsend told employees over Zoom that her statement was following legal counsel's guidance on language and that the end result no longer sounded much like her voice. Despite claiming the statement was not her voice, Townsend was criticized again for tweeting a link to an article titled The Problem with Whistleblowing on her personal social media account. The article, which calls out whistleblowers, was seen as inappropriate given many current and former Blizzard employees were sharing the stories of their abuse online or to the press. After being criticized for her tweet, Townsend seemingly began blocking Blizzard employees and journalists before deactivating her Twitter account altogether. A statement from Activision Blizzard told Kotaku that the company didn't ask her to delete it. It was her decision. A coalition of Activision Blizzard employees has sent CEO Bobby Kotick and the company's leadership team a letter that has criticized them for not responding to workers specific demands to build a healthier work environment. And while Activision Blizzard announced it hired firm WilmerHale to perform a neutral audit of company's policies, the worker group has rejected the firm because of the friendly relationship between WilmerHale and the company's executive leadership. The final report of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that a Chronicle sequel is in the works at 20th Century Studios, formerly 20th Century Fox, with a female lead story that picks up a decade after the events of the original film. Speaking to Forbes, producer John Davis reflected on his catalogue of work, citing 2012's Chronicle as one of the most financially successful movies in his stable. He then confirmed that a sequel to the original sci-fi thriller is in development, and that the plot will revolve around a cast of female characters, starring as the next generation of power possessors. We're working on Chronicle 2 right now, and I think it's going to be great, Davis revealed. It's going to give us a chance to tell the story in a different way. We're going to tell it from a female point of view. It will have been 10 years since the event happened in Seattle, and a lot of it is going to deal with fake news and real news and cover-ups. More interestingly, it's the next generation getting these powers that are corruptive, he added, further elaborating on the plot for the sequel. These are young women just finishing college. They are empowered, and this is their journey. I mean, what a new and interesting story you can tell there. The original movie was released in 2012 and starred Dane DeHaan, Michael B. Jordan, and Alex Russell as three high school students who develop uncanny powers beyond their understanding. The trio attempt to control their abilities. And use them to their advantage, but their lives started to spin out of control and their darker sides started to take over. Chronicle grossed $126.6 million worldwide against a budget of $12 million. Davis noted that the movie then had a huge afterlife in syndication, which further elevated its success and opened the door. ...for a potential sequel. Fox tapped Matt Landis to write a script for Chronicle 2 in 2012... ...but he later dropped off the project as Fox was not happy with the script. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. Join me again next week while I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news... ...for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post every day of the week. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast on every streaming service you can find. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell. And for all the programs you love, keep it right to phoenixradio.com.au. Have a good day, everyone. Bye-bye.